0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks Podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from one to four on 1037 the Buzz and 1037TheBuzz.com. Appreciate everybody listening in and hope everybody had a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. I know I sure did. It was a lot of fun, a lot of wildness, a lot of craziness. But you know what? Who how can you not be when you're trying to celebrate the greatest country? That ever existed in the history of this planet. I firmly believe that. But it was a great weekend. I hope you all had a great weekend as well. And uh, as July is getting going, I'm really, really hoping that we're getting closer and closer to actually having some sports some college football. My goodness, this is it's been bad. Like I've been dying for some content on college football and, and, and just college sports in general. But luckily, we're getting closer, and there's been a few things here and there that's definitely made it a lot easier to pass the time. But there's no question that we're all looking forward to when we can finally get back to normal. And everyone knows that normalcy means college football. But I have a really great interview lined up for you today, one that I'm really excited about, one that we got to hear from on on our show on Out of Bounds on Monday afternoon, and it was the newest addition to the Razorback coaching staff For men's basketball, that is David Patrick. He's the new associate head coach for the Razorbacks. Eric Musselman hired him last week, and it it was a great interview, very insightful, and you can tell that there's a reason why Eric Musselman decided to go along with Coach Patrick and to see that this is going to be the guy that's going to bring it. Uh, just as every one of his assistants already has so far this year. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome in on the phone lines, David Patrick, the new associate head coach for the Razorback basketball team. Coach, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon. How you doing?
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me on your show. We are super excited. We've got boxes packed out here in California, but can't wait to be there and excited to be a Razorback. Right
0: well, Coach, I, I want to start right there with you because I think a lot of fans are curious. You know, what was it about Arkansas and Eric Musselman that made you decide to make this move from your head coaching job there in California and come and be the associate head coach at Arkansas? Look, look first and
1: foremost, it was my experience in the SEC um, when I was at that purple and gold school. Um, when we came up, when we came to Fayetteville probably the best arena, the best environment in the in the country. And, and now that my good friend Eric Musselman got the job um, and reached out to me, um, I just felt with the way the program is, is headed, uh, with his with his coaching acumen, and then with a great fan base and great great players in a great state, why not come and try to help him? Not just win an SEC championship, but try to win a national championship.
2: And so that was the attraction uh, to come in. Coach. I want to talk about your journey as far as you've been in many leagues across many different platforms, and even going back to your playing career. How did you end up at Syracuse? From uh, your, you know, going from Australia and then your journey to the states, and then you go to Syracuse. How did you end up there to start your career?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know I guess I grew up playing my basketball in Australia, and then I moved to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, for my senior high school back in '94. And probably by by the grace of God, um, I ended up in Syracuse because that time came to the home with it with me. Uh, Arkansas bumped out Syracuse I think in the Sweet 16 in
2: 1994,
1: and um, was the year the the Razorbacks won it. And after that game, they flew straight to Baton Rouge and visited with me. Uh, I don't know whether, you know, if Syracuse had won that game, whether that would have happened. So it's, it's amazing how small the, small the world is. And so I, I, I fell in love with the Cook Bay and with the, the chance to play in the Big East and did that. Um, and then I finished my career at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, while, I was, while I was at Syracuse, we went to the national championship game and lost to Kentucky in 96. Um, and I finished playing my career at Louisiana last year when I transferred in 97-98. So, um, you know, played in Europe, played in Australia, and then got into coaching in about 2005 after six years playing internationally. And, um, you know, started at Nickel State in Thibodeau, Louisiana, and moved on to St. Mary's in Northern California where and must met. Um, and then, you know, we had a great run at St. Mary's. Took a good program that was Probably winning seven games a year to winning twenty nine a year uh, with the last of Patty Mills and Matt Delo was over um, in that crop of talent there. And got an opportunity to go to the NBA with Houston Rockets, and then on to LSU and TCU, and you know got a head coaching job here in California two years ago, and I uh, loved it. You know built the program and basically from nothing to seventeen the last year, the opportunity to now come back to the NBA. Uh, 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 something that
2: how did that add to your basketball knowledge, playing and coaching and in, di- in many different places?
1: Look, I think when you work with of the Jamie, this is how the the in the summer, uh, when you're around the brick ground, um, i coached coaching Johnny Jones, LSU. I've taken, uh, so much from from being on the floor to recruiting and running a program from so many great coaches, and I think uh, it's it's allowed me to, to 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 see different ways to skin a cat. Um, and uh, I, you know, not that everyone's, everyone's that fortunate. you know, so I've been in a lot of environments around nationally and internationally, uh, to where I I think I've nurtured my relationships well, and uh, I only think that can help me as a coach uh, as I continue to grow uh, in this
0: profession. We'll continue on with our interview with Coach David Patrick here in just a second, but i got to tell you about rockauto.com first, though, folks. Rockauto.com, I've been telling you guys this, but it means a little more when I've actually been using it. I love my Ford F-150. I love my truck. It's everything to me, and even though I love it so much, i got to make sure I take care of it. And a lot of times, it's not so easy to take care of when it gets expensive. But luckily, I have a place like rockauto.com to help me get the greatest parts, the greatest features, everything I need for my truck at a very reasonable price. And it's great about it. And what's great about it is that no matter what your make and model is, no matter what the year is, Rock Auto more than likely has it. They have the lowest prices. And of course, they change on what the market is and how long it's going to take to ship to it. But that's just business for you. And the thing is, is that it's worth it because... They make it so reasonable to where you don't have to go to these big box stores or these places where, you know, you're going to get jacked up on the prices. You're going to get the best deals, guaranteed. So go over to rockauto.com. Check out the parts available for your vehicle. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. And I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Amazing selection, extremely low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We're speaking with David Patrick, the new associate head coach of the University of Arkansas Razorback basketball team here on Out of Balance 137 The Buzz. Coach, I'm also curious to, to going back to Eric Musselman. We, in Arkansas, everyone's excited about what he can do, and he's been around coaching for a long time. But it's one thing to hear from the fan perspective. I'm curious about from a coach's mind and a coach's perspective, what is it about Eric Musselman that makes him tick? What is it about him that has made him successful and made him get to this point in his coaching career?
1: Well, I think, First and foremost, you, you can see from the, the minute meeting how competitive he is as, as, as a person and a coach, and, that's, and we all are, but, but he has another level of that. And then his ability to adapt, I think he, he's so up to date with the trends in basketball, whether it be offense, defense, rebounding. Um, he changes with the times, and not every coach does that on the college level. And I think that's allowed him to have uh, – Great success. You know, he's only been a head coach at the college level for a short period of time and has not missed a beat uh, from all his success in the NBA. And so he's talking about somebody that's coached the best player in the world in the NBA and been on the biggest stage in the world, in my opinion, when it comes to college basketball in the SEC. Uh, but his standard, you know, he's, he's a player's coach. Uh, he knows guys want to get to the league, uh, but if they don't, um, he's got the ability to, to, to teach them to be men. Um, and, and teach them about life after basketball because he's tough. has been in the game for so long.
2: How much did you know about the current roster at Arkansas and some of the young talent that's made their way there that'll be freshmen this year?
1: I know a lot about uh, Moses Moody. I will say that because he was at my where my, when my guys Ben Simmons, is at. and So I, I, I keep up to date uh, with them from, a, from afar. I know uh, KK as well. Uh, that's coming in there uh, in terms of the freshmen. Um, and then I know the transfers uh, that were, were there sitting out. I know Vance Jackson was a, was a prospect. We actually tried to get at TCU so when he left UConn. Uh, so very familiar with him and also being from the West Coast. Um, Connor Van Hoeven, um I'm, I'm familiar with my days at TCU and then he was out here at Cal. Um, and then I look at the kid, Justin Smith, that came in, uh, in Indiana. So I'm familiar with Probably more familiar with the transfers because we've been at the college level uh, than the, the, the high school crop, but the, the ones that are there that uh, I've watched on film, uh, I'm, I'm chopping up the dick to try to
0: get on the floor with them. Uh, we want to to do so. So, Coach, now that uh, since you got the job officially with the University of Arkansas, I'm assuming that you've been probably uh, talking and recruiting and all that, but what have been some of the things that since you officially got the job, what have you been doing? I mean, what's this whirlwind been like for you? Yeah.
1: I'm five late on the call because I've been on the phone trying, trying <laughs> to get some more ways back for, for the future. Obviously, I can't comment on on who that. You know, the biggest thing about getting this job and and it's been unique to everywhere I've been is I don't have to sell the job on the phone. Like everybody knows what it's about, what the state's about, and how good the program is. And that's been a lot different to any job I've I've, I've taken. Even uh, when I got to so LSU, we were, we were trying to rebuild. It, you know. And, And there's no rebuild going on in Arkansas, um, which has been a very, which is a great conversation to have. You know, we talk about the facilities you have, the the state you have, and the education you can get in Arkansas. It's been a, it's been an easy sell. It's more like all my friends that I dealt with are like, you know, shot that I that I jumped out of the head coaching chair.
2: Coach, we know you're in the process of moving. How soon do you expect to make the Fayetteville?
1: Look, I expect to touch down there on Wednesday myself. You know, my wife may I may not be able to come back here because she, she said oh, why am I leaving so fast? I'm coming I'm coming Wednesday and, and and can't wait to get there. Um and I'll probably commute back and forth a little bit just until we get out our house but my kids and my wife, I got a daughter who's fourteen and another one who's ten. Uh they're probably more excited than me to get over there, but I can't wait to get there on Wednesday,
0: Wednesday night. We'll continue our discussion with Coach David Patrick here in just a second, but first, this. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Coach, so a question I have for you, and I and I like to get again coaches' perspectives on this. Is it? Uh, in recruiting especially in college basketball with the way that the game of basketball has changed and you've seen some kids that have decided to go to the G League route and go pro and maybe go overseas and some people are kind of uh, weary of that happening at least college basketball fans are but uh, how do you see the future of college basketball in looking here in the next 5 to 10 years I mean do you feel like it'll still be going strong just like it has been do you think that uh, these professional leagues will have an impact on it what's the future of the game look like from your perspective
1: well, that's a, that's a good question. Look, I think you know when I when I came out in the, in the '90s, you could go straight to college. Right? For, I mean, straight to the NBA from high school, and there's there's some that could do it. You know, back then it was Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant, but those guys do it. So I think it's a trend that may get done early like kids kids trying with it. But I think it still will end up the good ones coming to college. You know, I, obviously there's some that that. There's two or three every year that may be able to make that that jump to the NBA, but this that's a big gap, man. It's it, it, it's not as it's not as close as some would think. You know, everyone thinks they're pro until to you to you're you going up against grown men every day, and so the experience to be on a college campus um, and, and and be a kid um, is, is undervalued. You know, and I think uh, there's a lot of parents and, and prospects that want to have the college experience and, and still have the ability to play on TV every night. And if the dreams of the NBA don't do it. But um, I I think it'll be involved right now for a year or two and then I think it falls back to what college is the place to be. And if you choose not to, then you can go, you know, you can go to the G League. But as we see with, with, with COVID nineteen going on, those prospects that were going overseas. I mean, how would you like to be stuck overseas and can't be picked in the country mm. if something like this happens? So, um it's 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 definitely um, something that I think these kids can and, and parents' lesson decisions to make sure
0: you coming out. Well, coach, we know you're a busy guy, so we're going to go ahead and uh, let you go and get back to recruiting because I know you got a lot going on. But we just wanted to say we appreciate you coming on with us and welcome to Arkansas. And I'm sure we'll be uh, able to catch up with you later down the road. All right? all
1: right. Thanks so much for reaching out, and like again, I can't. I'm so excited to be a Razorback. Can't wait to
0: get there. Well, we can't wait to have you, coach. You enjoy it, appreciate it.
1: Okay. Awesome. Take care, guys.
0: Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are
2: Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.